0: Hi everyone, this is Nellie. Thank you for tuning in today to my ministry, Song, Scripture, and My Thoughts. Today is February twenty fifth, 2022. Today's song is All Things New by Big Daddy Weave. Today's scripture is found in Exodus chapter 13, verse 9, Exodus chapter 14, verses 13 and 14, Exodus chapter 15, which I'll read just a little bit of the Song of Moses there. And then I will end with Matthew 19, chapter 19, verses 13 through 15, and Matthew 24, of which I will read part of that. Today's message is titled, Waiting on the Lord. I want to start by reading a verse in Joshua 24. 15, which says today choose who you will serve as for me and my house we shall serve the Lord no better time to take a stand than today to choose who you are going to serve there's only two ways you're either going to serve the Lord or follow the people there's a lot on the world stage I had to come on just to touch base with how I'm feeling with everything. I'm going to start. I'm just going to start in scripture Exodus 13 9. I'm starting with this because I'm going to share a story of how important it is to witness for God to witness what is in his holy word. Because some people may not know what it says. So chapter 13 verse 9 says this, And it shall serve as a sign to you on your hand, and as a reminder on your forehead, that the law of the Lord may be in your mouth. Pause. In the book of Revelation, we are warned by Jesus Christ, the Son of God, our Messiah, to not receive the mark of the beast, which is 666, on your hand or your forehead. So interestingly enough, I'm now reading the book of Exodus, I finished Genesis, and when I got to chapter 13, verse 9, I was, wow, God, he's already put a spiritual stamp on his children those that are keeping the law of the Lord in their mouth and in their hearts. It, it's, a, it's a sign. It's a sign on your forehead and it's a sign on your hand how you conduct yourself. Will you be, will you have that reminder on your forehead that the law of the Lord may be in your mouth? Because if we don't speak God's law, If we don't speak about Jesus Christ, the Son of God, our Messiah, and somebody doesn't know what he says on something, then how are they ever going to know? Most people don't just pick up a Bible and start reading. So I had someone ask me, well, he didn't ask. He says it came about that he was going to get a tattoo. I don't think a very big tattoo, but it was going to be this declaration of love between... His girlfriend and himself that they were get matching tattoos and I said did you know that Jesus Christ the Son of God the Messiah wrote a law in in the Old Testament that says that we shouldn't get a tattoo and he said no he he didn't know that and he and he really his he his, his he I had his full attention and a lot of people may say, well, Jesus Christ didn't say that. He's in the New Testament. And you, and if that's you out there, you're the wrong mindset because Jesus, the Son of God, was from the beginning. He created the earth, so he is an eternal God. He is everlasting. He's from the beginning when he created the world to the very end when he when he warns us of of what the end times are gonna look like. So this gentleman did not know that that Jesus had said this in the Old Testament. And it's actually Leviticus nineteen twenty-eight. Let me just turn over there real quick. I'm sorry, I'm flipping pages because I hadn't I didn't mark that It says in part there's a couple of rules in there but the 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 last rule is it's where it says nor make any tattoo marks on yourselves I am the Lord he states it right there among there's so many rules and regulations and and uh, much to to learn from the first five books of the of the Holy Bible. And some of those rules we don't understand. And some of those rules we don't know about till after, for instance, we get a tattoo. And then once you know, once we stop taking what God said literally, you know, one of his rules, if we say, eh, I don't think that rule applies to us to this day. Here here in the now. But he doesn't say, only the people of the beginning of time need to follow this rule. He didn't didn't say, this is just for now. He never follows any of these rules, this is just for now. And in the New Testament, he says, not one word or exclamation mark will be removed from the law, which is the first five books of the Bible. So anyway, I believe this gentleman, well, he said, okay i will not get a tattoo and praise the lord because this is preparing us in a significant way and the reason i'm bringing it up is because it's more looking more and more like god is letting us know that his return is coming and we don't want to to neglect a rule a law that says don't get a mark on your body don't get a tattoo because if you get one now, then it's not going to make a difference to you in the end times whether you get one more tattoo on your body. And that is all kind of just really significant because of the coronavirus mandates that are being shoved down our throats. And like I said when I started, there's a lot on the world stage right now. I, I need to get into all of that, but I want to get into it as as I go along here. The next scripture is Exodus chapter 14, verses 13 through 14. And I might, might not read all of that there, but there's a, couple, there's a couple of Exodus 14, 13 and 14 that when I read, I underlined this in chapter 13. And this is Moses speaking to the people. But he says, do not fear. Now, this is important because there's a lot of fear right now with what's going on with everything that's happening. God himself instructs us over and over and over again to not fear. And another thing I underlined there in verse 14 is the Lord will fight for you while you keep silent. Now, some people are keeping way silent. Oh, the Lord's coming, so I'm just gonna, you know, sit in my, sit in my house and and wait on Him. No, we've got to, we've got to testify to people. We've got to witness to people about who the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is. It's it's crucial that we we let people know what is in the Bible, because all the rules and and commandments and. Uh, ordinances they all matter with our thinking because we're ultimately we're supposed to line up with the holy spirit and walk in step with the holy spirit and he is helping us to renew our minds into the way jesus christ thinks who is the son of god and we have to go to the very beginning of the holy bible to know The mind of God to try to figure out what he wants from us what he wants us to do for him what he wants us to do for him so when in verse 14 when it says let the Lord will fight for you while you keep silent in times like that is when say something happens in your life and you're so worried about something because you don't know the outcome and you are at those times you, you stay silent you stay in peace because God is handling everything we don't we don't know what he's doing or how he's working it out for our good but he's doing something mark my words he is doing something good for us and at times like that then you're kept you, you keep silent and you wait on the Lord but don't sit in your house and not speak about God to others and And make sure that they know who Jesus Christ is because otherwise they may not Uh, especially the younger people they want to learn and they don't want you to water water it down they don't want you to try to trick them into believing something that God didn't do or say and 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 by teaching that God didn't mean anything he said in the Old Testament because it doesn't say Jesus Christ it says Lord or God it's Jesus Christ the Son of God that created the heavens and the earth. He is who we pledge our allegiance to. He is our, he is our God. We are his people. Okay, so now I'm going to go to Exodus 15, the Song of Moses, and I'm just going to read part of it. I'm actually going to start in verse 2. The Lord is my strength and song. And he has become my salvation. This is my God. And I will praise him. My father's God. And I will extol him. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. Pause. That's all I'm going to read there for Moses' Song of Moses. But how I mean how profound are those words in Moses' song the lord is my strength and my song when things are going when when something happens in my life and i don't know uh, uh, you know the worry creeps in or can creep in but lately and i've done this before i will pray to him in detail what my request is and i and then i will go into songs of worship to him praising him even if it's something that's really, really heartbreaking that I'm going through, I will sing praises to my Lord because he is my strength and my song. And he has become my salvation. Has he become your salvation? Do you go to him? Do you know that he's your strength and your song? And do you ever say to people, this is my God, and I will praise him? This is a song, people, the song of Moses. He sang this after the, the Lord God Almighty, the Great I Am, rescues Israel out of Egypt, out of slavery. Well, everybody is rescued out of slavery, the slavery of sin. We all need a savior. We all need a savior. And the Lord is a warrior, and the Lord is his name. I I hope you go back and read the um, the Song of Moses in chapter 15 of Exodus. Now before I get into Matthew chapter 19 verses 13 through 15, I want to, the first thing that's weighing on my mind, it wasn't the first thing until today, there was other things weighing on my mind, but boy, it just keeps getting worse and worse. Ugh. The President of the United States has nominated a woman to the Supreme Court, and he wants her to be the next justice. And this woman is a woman who is pro-abortion, and she is, does not want Roe v. Wade overturned. I am telling you, the dark side, the evil side. They they make such a screeching, demonic noise when a justice is voted onto the Supreme Court that is that wants to overturn Roe v.ersus Wade. They don't. They're against abortion, and they screech. It sounds demonic. You should go back and listen to some of the last three uh, justices that were voted in. It is a, an ugly, ugly cycle of people that just are for abortion. They want justices in there to keep the rule to, that abortion can be. And this gal that he's just voted in is pro-abortion all the way to nine months. It doesn't matter to her. She's, she's we rebuke in the name of Jesus that she does not get nominated. So we want to go to Matthew, chapter nineteen, verses thirteen through fifteen, which says this: Jesus, Jesus blesses little children. Then some children were brought to him, so that he might lay his hands on them and pray. And the disciples rebuked them, but Jesus said, "Let the children alone, and do not hinder them from coming to me, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these." Pause all these aborted babies he takes them all into heaven but he warns us here do not harm the children do not hinder them man it's not it's not too late to repent if you have voted for the party that is for abortion if you have voted for the party that is for lgbtq because their stance is for same-sex marriage. Their stance is for if you don't want to identify a child as a male, even though you're born a male and you want to be a little girl, go ahead and change your sex or vice versa. This is an abomination to the Lord. This is against his rule book in the Holy Bible. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not kill is in Exodus. I read chapter ten. Go in there. No, not chapter ten. Chapter twenty, in the Ten Commandments, verse thirteen, you shall not murder right there you shall not murder and abortion is murdering that is why he tells us in his holy book that when jesus christ when the holy spirit conceived jesus christ in the womb of mary the virgin mary he was the son of god in the flesh at conception because he goes into the story of when mary right after conception goes to visit her her cousin Elizabeth, who's carrying John the Baptist, and she's six months along with John the Baptist. And the minute that Mary, she goes on the same day as Jesus is conceived to her cousin Elizabeth's house in the hill country, and the minute she steps into the door, John the Baptist, in the womb of Martha, he leaps because he knows that Jesus the Son of God the Messiah has just entered the womb just freshly conceived conceived in the in the womb of the Virgin Mary so birth a human being starts at conception you can't be mistaken because Jesus Christ the God Almighty spells everything out in the Bible He puts it all in there. It might not just say I'm against abortion in there. But if you take the time to read God's holy book, he instructs us and he teaches us and he shows us where life begins. He shows us. So I'm going to end. Not ending, but this is the last chapter that I'll... I'll read Matthew chapter 24 and these are just I'm only going to read through verse 14 and it's the signs of Christ's return Jesus came out from the temple and was going away from going away when his disciples came up to point out the temple buildings to him and he said to them do you not see all these things? Truly I say to you, not one stone here will be left upon another, which will not be torn down. As he was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things happen? And what will be the sign of your coming, and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, see to it that no one misleads you pause how powerful is it how it starts that way see to it that no one misleads you and the only way that you're going to know if you're being misled is if you know what the bible says if you don't know what the bible says if you never take the time to read the bible and only listen to the let's just say the pastor at the pulpit and your, your congregation, and your Bible studies, and they're being misled by what the Bible isn't saying through, through the power of the Holy Spirit. How are you gonna ever know right from wrong if you don't read it for yourself? You have to get into the Word of God. It's the only way. So he's, he says right there, see to it that no one misleads you. There are so many, especially in the churches, that are misleading the people. They're misleading the people. They're baptizing people by the power of the Holy Spirit. In, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, they're baptizing people in, in their... Uh, this is a true story. Somebody baptized as a lesbian said that they were okay like that because they just felt that the Holy Spirit would change them along the way. But the whole idea of being baptized is to come up as a new creation and know and already have repented and already know but you you have to be told you're living in sin. It might hurt the person's feeling, but don't lie to them because you're not doing them any justice. You're not doing them any justice if they ask you is this wrong and you say, "Well, no. Uh we're going to go ahead and let let the Holy Spirit work on you." It you know the Holy Spirit will work on you, but we are asked and called to repent of every sin that we that we if, if we don't hold ourselves responsible for our sin and say to Jesus oh Jesus I am so sorry I did this today we have to be just we have to respect him enough to repent of any sin and we know that he's going to love us but if we're not repenting if we're waiting and waiting and waiting and somebody's been baptized and they're waiting and waiting and waiting and nobody's Nobody's instructed him in the in the ways of the Lord? Shame on them. Shame on them. Uh, there's a story, and I can't remember his name. He wrote a lot of the old hymns, and he was a gay man. And he knew it was wrong, and he kept praying, and he kept repenting, and he was crying, and he was sorrowful, and he just wanted to change. And God did not deliver him from from being gay for, I believe, 10 years. But God sometimes has to see us. He has to make sure that we're repenting and and getting rid of that lifestyle. He wants to continue to see us not want to be in that lifestyle until one day he says, wow, this person really is going to leave that lifestyle and follow me. And now this person is married, and I think he has 10 children. I mean, this is possible, but he he knew, and and if there's somebody that's going to the pastor because the pastor's supposed to know uh, right from wrong, right? And that and again says that person says, you know, you're okay. Go, you know, the important step is that you be baptized and let your walk begin. Well, it's just wrong. You have to tell the person. It don't you don't have to say it meanly. You just have to say the truth just like if somebody murders somebody you, you don't want to say well that's okay go ahead and murder someone else until God changes you no that's, get out of that mindset okay so then verse five says for many will come in my name saying I am the Christ and will mislead many you will be hearing of wars and rumors of wars see that you are not frightened for those things must take place but that is not yet the end for nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and in various places there will be famines and earthquakes but all these things are merely the beginning of birth pangs then they will deliver you to tribulation and will kill you and you will be hated by all nations because of my name and at that time many will fall away and will betray one another and hate one another Many false prophets will arise and will be and will mislead many. Because lawlessness is increased, most people's love will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end, he will be saved. The gos- this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations and then the end will come. So in the end there pause where it says this gospel Of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all the nations if you're sitting at home not doing anything not preaching the word you're not you're not letting anybody know right from wrong no you can't just sit and wait oh and say oh the lord is coming i'm just going to sit here and wait for him you got to get out there and you've got to preach and again today choose who you will serve for as for me and my house we shall serve the lord And it's hard to wait on the Lord. There's a lot of troubling times. I just, uh, there was somebody locally, a teenage boy that committed suicide. Can you imagine? He had no hope. And perhaps he didn't even know the Lord Jesus Christ. Maybe nobody in his home ever mentioned Jesus Christ to the Son of God, the Messiah, to this boy. He's a senior. He was a senior and he, he just if he knew the Lord, he didn't wait on the Lord. If he didn't know the Lord, then he was, you know, hopeless. Anyway, he, he ended his life. God rest, rest his soul. So we've got to reach out. We've got to reach others with the message of hope through Jesus Christ our Messiah because we don't know what somebody's going through. We don't know that somebody listening today might be having suicidal thoughts. Don't give up wait on the lord he has a plan a purpose for your life memorize psalm 23 the lord is our shepherd and we shall not want wait on the lord and again it's important to to let people know what Jesus Christ says in the Holy Word of God about what right is and what wrong is and name it and start out by saying did you know that Jesus Christ said that was wrong because if you leave his name out of it and you just say that's wrong declare it and say Jesus Christ said it's wrong people will listen people will will you'll have their attention because they don't want to be misled, they want to know the truth. They're seeing trying times, same as you. It's trying times, and now I'll get to um. And it just as a reminder, each day is new and important, no matter what news you get. No matter What news you get now? I wanna, I wanna speak about the uh, truckers of Canada that have. Uh, the hand of God the finger of God is on these truckers this is what I'm seeing people this is what I'm seeing that they are rising up but not on their own by the power of the Holy Spirit they're rising up and they're standing against they are tired of the leaders that be that want to take control of what we inject in our bodies They want to take control of our our bank accounts. They want to take control of... they, They want to throw us in jail now. I mean, these poor truckers, all they're doing is peacefully protesting that they're tired of the coronavirus mandates that involve vaccines and masks. They've had enough. We've all had enough. So that's why we have to choose today who we're going to serve. God has his hand on this movement. He's showing us good versus evil. He's showing us to stand up for God and not man. And he is using these Canadians mightily. These truckers in Ottawa. Recognize it. Recognize it. And, and some of these clips are so heartbreaking that these 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 men they're coming on and saying we're, we're Christians and we will not we will not get off message we are standing for something and they are okay by the government by they're, they're okay even even being led into into jail they're going peacefully they're going peacefully and god is showing us that they are of the good fruits of the spirit they're peaceful christians now being attacked by the evil side i mean what provokes this evil beating people uh hauling people out of their trucks and throwing them in jail and in the ugly words that are coming out of the evil side it is just amazes me but we shall not be afraid do not fear god lets us know all this ahead of time and this oh god is on the move he is on the move there's nothing that justice trudeau could have done to to uh, detour God's movement. (laughs) There's nothing he could have done. When God is on the move, nothing can thwart his plan. Nothing. I was trying to find... Okay, here I found it. In Proverbs, Proverbs 21, verse 30, it says, There is no counsel against the Lord. When God is on the move and he's on the move with these Canadian truckers there's nothing that nobody could have done and if people are being put in jail God is going to be with this people. He is with this people He He is leading these people and the reason I know this is because they are peaceful protesters. And, and it's, everybody is tired of these, this coronavirus. Nobody wants to inject an experimental drug into their system. It's not even working. I don't want to do that. Um, I am content with how God made me. I don't want anything modified in my genetics that's supposed to save my life. No, I have family members that have come down with cancer and there is such there's so much cancer now in this world. Coincidence? I don't think so. And now the last thing on my mind is the the war with Russia and Ukraine. People, there are brethren, Jesus, we have we have Brothers and sisters in, in Christ, in Jesus Christ, in Russia. And we have brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ in Ukraine. Do you think all the Russians want to be in a war with the Ukrainians? Some of their people live in each country. Some of their relatives are in Ukraine. We have to pray for the brethren in Russia and Ukraine like never before. This is, this is significant. This is significant. We have leaders that aren't content with running their own country. Now they want to come in and take over another country. Uh, all of these things are, are happening. <laughs> I, never, I never thought... I mean, I've been thinking that this is, this is all coming to end times. And only the Father knows the date. But in, like I read in chapter 24 in Matthew, he, he tells us of, of things, things that are coming. And so that's why he also tells us to not worry about what's going on in the world. Because, see you know, he tells, us that, he tells us ahead of time. But, you know, he also warns us that even his elect are fooled. Don't follow the people. If you don't have a Bible, go and buy one. There's no better time to go and buy one. You have to get into the Word of God. Even if you don't think it makes any sense to you, keep reading. Keep reading. But ask for wisdom. God gives it freely. Ask for wisdom to know, know what's what. So if somebody tells you something that, uh, of God, you can say, that's not true. You can call them on it. I had to do that. I was on a podcast not too long ago about the same same issue where someone was being baptized um, as a lesbian, and we had a conversation in regards to Lot and Sodom and Gomorrah, and and they they were being taught that they that the reason God got rid of those cities is because they weren't loving thy neighbor. Perhaps they weren't loving thy neighbor, or perhaps it was because of rape. No, it was because of sexual immorality by all the men in the city. That is why God got rid of those cities. He's He was against it then. The same God that talks about it in Genesis is Jesus Christ, the Son of God, our Messiah. He is against it. He's the one that was standing next to Abraham. And, and Abraham was pleading with God to not get rid of all the people because his nephew Lot was living in there. And Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Messiah, well then, he hadn't been born of the Virgin Mary, but it's the same Jesus Christ. It's the Son of God. And he tells and he saves Lot, his wife, and his two daughters. Except the wife turns around and she gets turned into a pillar of salt. When, when Jesus comes and you see him on the cloud, you have to already have warned everybody in your circle, in your people, <laughs> in, your, in your, whoever God brings to you about the, the second coming of Jesus Christ. Because when you see him coming on the cloud, you don't want to look back. You don't want to look back to see if somebody's coming with you. Because we need to take a lesson from Lot's wife. We need to look forward and just walk directly to the Savior. And that's it. Alright, I will try to come on soon. Much loved, all. I, I want to make sure I didn't miss anything. Be sure to listen to the song, All Things New because he does make all things new and yeah that's it I think I covered it all so let us pray let's bow our heads to pray Lord we just ask you to protect all of the truck drivers that are rising up on your behalf in Canada that you keep them safe We pray for the Ukrainians and the Russians, our brethren, that you keep them safe. We pray that the Supreme Court justice, the justice that President Biden has nominated does not get elected. And we pray for everyone listening. We're all going through something. And we just ask that you encamp over us and fill us with your Holy Spirit. And just, we ask that you anoint our heads with oil and that you heal us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, that's it for now. All the glory to God. Until next time, bye.